You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirix XM Channel 99, back table of The Comedy Cellar. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of the Comedy Cellar. I'm going to turn it over to uh, my friend, Mr. Dan Natterman. Could you raise the uh, volume on my headset, please? Now, you're just sitting here, like doing nothing. You think maybe you could? I'm I'm not technically oriented. Really? <laughs> we have a jam-packed show, Gnome. Uh, we have with us Ian Fidance. That's right. Did I pronounce that right, or is it Fidance? You got it, baby. Fidance, like romance without Fidance. That's right. You can't have romance without Fidance. And he is baby. here amongst us. That's right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. He is risen. That's right. Every and, day. And. Um, and we'll be talking to him later. He's a comic in New York that uh, actually you don't know very well, but we'll get to know him. All right. John Lasser, regular at the Comedy Cellar and regular on our podcast, is here. And he's got some interesting, uh, an interesting uh, hey, episode that happened to him this week. And we have uh, Stephen Calabria, who's our producer. Hola. And he, he doesn't usually say a lot, but, uh, but we'd like to have him here. Where's my wife, Ellie? Where's Juanita? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Sorry. First of all, Noam, I just uh, briefly wanted to discuss, and maybe we'll talk about it more later. Uh, Vegas is back. Vegas, Vegas is was back, having baby. problems. The room, the comedy cellar in Las Vegas, was having problems. Can you give us a brief overview of what happened and how it was resolved? Is, is that what you meant by talk about Vegas? Yes. Uh, well, well, I said to you, can we talk in more detail about Vegas? If not, then we'll just leave it at that and say it is back. Uh, but, but the problems were uh, that we uh, we. We had some uh, differences of opinion uh, with uh, the Rio Casino people. With uh, yeah, with uh, Vito, no, with the, with the Rio Casino people, and um, uh, but but they were very nice. So I think we worked it out. Okay, so you don't want to go into further detail. <laughs> no, I guess the truth. But Noam is being very no, obsessive. Like nailed it. I, I would bore you with the actual details of the doc. You know the the. the well, I don't think that. it would be boring to me, uh, but I know you think that anything that has has nothing to do with Trump is is boring. <laughs> But um, just just in the in the in the the, the, the uh, divvying up of uh, certain expenses and how how things would be handled and uh, try, trying to get us on an even footing so that uh, so that we have a chance to 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 be successful there. And by success, I really just mean break even and put on some great comedy shows and and have an excuse to go out to Vegas three four times a year. You know. Well, how are the reservations for tonight? Because I know you've been checking those resis like every two seconds, like an obsessive compulsive. Well, the disorder. thing is, that they're they're so 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 far, but they but they come into uh, they come in uh, at the last minute. And it's three hours behind, so the next the next three hours is when all the action is. But we're okay tonight. You're not quite at break even yet for tonight. Though. No, not yet. But also, I think there's is tonight a, pl- a, a hockey playoff in Vegas. Oh, that, I don't that know. affects us too. All right, so Vegas is back. Uh, so all of our listeners, if you're in Vegas, check out Comedy Cellar Vegas. Uh, different shows every week. Uh, John Laster has had a hell of a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, speak, I mean, not in Vegas, but in, the, in Atlantic City, which is the East Coast Vegas, sort of, kind of. Yes. I'm trying to make a smooth transition, but there's no <laughs> Nail it, Dan. Doing great. <laughs> Doing great. But uh, apparently, no, I'm, are, you, are you aware of what happened with John out in... Uh, I'm uh, aware, but let him tell it. Okay. Let, uh, I'll tell it. No, no go ahead, John. <laughs> No, long week, man. I was let go from a casino in Atlantic City, man, uh, from a week of shows um, over, over, you know, essentially telling a Trump joke. What, what, this is the Borgata, or we'd rather not uh, uh, elaborate? Yeah, I'd rather not right now. Old, old I'll, just say, I'll just say a casino in Atlantic City. Old TMZ Dan. <laughs> <laughs> TMZ TMZ Dan. I thought I, I thought. Is I this the Borgata where you were playing last weekend or somewhere else? We, should, we don't want to elaborate. <laughs> Uh, Go ahead. So, so what was the Trump joke? You told um, one Trump the joke. Trump, essentially, yeah, it was just a Trump joke. It was a Trump bit that, um, yeah, that that did the damn thing. I mean, keep in mind now. Every night, first of all, this is a much older crowd. You know, I guess it's that's just the way it is at casinos. It was a much older crowd, man. But every night there were probably around twenty-five to thirty people that were walking. Before I started the show, they told me that. No matter who's there, when the last guy goes on, some of these people have been there long enough, they're going to walk out. So we're not sure exactly how many of that, 30 people or so, but the last night, so Saturday, uh, you know, the crowd walks, whatever percentage walks, Sunday, whatever percentage walks, Monday, whatever percentage walks, but Monday they come back in. <laughs> yes, after they walk, after they do their boo, when I say Trump. Oh, so you've been doing the Trump joke all weekend? Oh, yeah. 
So and no yeah, problem. Yeah, I was halfway through the gig. Oh, halfway through. Yeah, the gig. yeah, I'm half. Yeah, and you've been doing was, that joke. I've been doing. Oh, of course. Yeah. What's the exact, joke? Exact same joke. Well, the joke is just way too long. I mean, it's a seven, eight minute. But I posted it on my Instagram so you can watch the whole joke. That he was funny. I posted the whole thing so that way people don't wonder was it some demonic. You know what I mean? But I can tell you but, what the, the, what's the, the worst the part. Gist the gist of the joke is that Trump supporters are hypocritical that only things that they wouldn't let other people get away with, they let this guy get away with. Okay. So that's the gist of the joke. Yes, okay. that's the whole oh, gist of the, the joke. Is that the one where you said like if um, if, uh, if, Michelle if Michelle Obama couldn't speak English? Accent, yeah, right. Okay, like right. Melania, Republicans would be calling her un-American. That's the gist of the joke. The Got whole it. joke. Oh. Um, so, yeah. yeah someone told a, me you were saying it. Trump voters were baby rapists. I <laughs> see. That's how rumors get started. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah I posted the joke. I don't even so like the joke he told so far. I, I don't get up and walk out myself. <laughs> yeah, what's funny about that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I so so I posted the whole thing, man, so that people wouldn't would, would would be able to make your own decision. You know what I mean? But so so the the group though that that came, come, they come back in, and then they wait after the show. You know, and they're like, hey, he can't talk about the president. He can't talk about our president, and they were heated up, man. Okay, well, can I tell you what's interesting about this whole situation? Maybe I'm not supposed to talk about it. This is what I what I gleaned from this situation. Okay, what did you glean? He's caught in the middle of a strange balance of power fight over there in India because the the people who who booked the Brigada, I believe, are the people who own Gotham. Yes. And but we don't know if it's a Brigada. Oh, whatever. And they are, and they are, <laughs> and they are, they are responsible to the people who hired them. So now, Lasser gets up there and starts telling, saying that Trump supporters have an extra chromosome or whatever he says. And now, some people walk out. So the people at the top, the Borgata people, put, have you know, the, the Gotham is worried about losing their gig. So what happens in that combustible situation is that probably the Gotham people overreact. And 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 drop the axe. I don't know anything. He can correct it, and they drop the axe. Well, see, I don't know because I was just I was called Tuesday morning and said, "Hey, man, they're gonna let you go for the rest of Who's the week." Who's they? Uh, the the guys who book it, who do own Gotham. So they the, they the guy, and they called you and they let you go. Yes. And did they tell you that the people above yes. them told them that they had to let you go? Yes. Okay, so then I'm wrong. So then the people well, forgot. Well, but but I'm just I'm just but saying they, to to, you, yeah. to your point. I'm saying that I'm just telling you the information that I got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, so, that's probably true. So, 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 the, so we're, but you've been telling that joke all week, and people have been mad at it. Yes. So why did what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Did I they, have, I haven't a clue. Wait, so, so you I'm know the what I mean? And the they couldn't. But, this, but it wasn't like I came in on Saturday and they were like, "That joke is so grotesque. We got to get this guy out of here." This you is, were doing this it is, all week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm John Laster, and they tell me this, and I'd be like, "Oh no, don't you don't need to fire me. I'll, I just won't do the joke anymore." Did you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did they and what'd they say to that? They were just like, yo, man, they're not going to use you for the rest of the week. But did but, you get the same money? Did you get paid fully through the week? Uh, yeah. Then, who cares? You know what, oh, man? I, you know it's what? More yeah, than the money, I know, Dan. man. I mean, more you know what? And, it, and if it's if it's going to come to that, then, you know what I mean? Like, what have we got left? Seriously. He doesn't even mean that. He, he just oh, the hell I didn't. <laughs> I mean, if it comes to that, then what have we got so, left? So, so, wait, so you said, I won't do the joke anymore. And they said, I'm sorry, you know, it's out of our hands or something like that. Is that right? Yeah. I'm, well, my first response was, I mean, c clearly we know it's about the Trump joke because that's the point of contention in every set. Then I move oh, on. They the didn't even make, they didn't make that me. clear that it was about the Trump joke. Oh, we all know what it was. Right. But did they say it? Yeah. OK, OK, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we all know what it, what it was. But but I mean, at that point, they were just like, yo, man, they, they took you off the show. Do you know what I mean? So there was really nothing I could do about it. I mean, the room started spinning. I was like, you can't be serious. Okay, so then you went on social media. And said, uh, I go on the social media and I say, hey, man, I was down here last night. I did a Saturday show, Sunday show. This is exactly what I said because it was only 60 seconds. That's how much time I had. Uh, Sunday, Saturday show went good. Sunday show went good. Last night there were some people who booed, got up, left, came, waited for me after the show. So, unfortunately... If you're coming down here for the Tuesday show, the Wednesday show, the Thursday show, some of you are buying hotel rooms, I'm not going to be here. So okay. please don't, you know, buy those okay, tickets, so you, unfortunately. I thanked the guys who booked me, and I said, thank you guys for all your support. I appreciate you. That's all the time I had. I had six, but that exactly was, that what was I just sarcastic. Said. No, no. You, you, I was, no, no. Uh, I was thanking people because I had already posted, 
that I was a little upset about um, the the people who were waiting for me the night before. Some pe so lots of people had uh, already okay. started chiming in. Hey, John, sorry about what you're going through down there. All right, all right. So, so so then so, then so that was that. a whole one minute thing. Hold up. So okay. So so you post that, and then then a shitstorm started to brew. What and, happened? Well, and, a, after after I posted, I was uh, taken off the show. Yes, every comedian. Um, you know, other than Dan Natterman was upset. Dan heard you got paid. Yes, went back to Every other person that gives a rat's ass about comedy was like, "This, well, this, this can't. You can't let this happen because it, this could get ugly." Right, and then you get a call saying, "Hey, you got to lower the heat on us." Yes, that, that's the interesting part. Okay, yes. come on, tell that part. So, so then after that, I got a call saying, "Hey, John, this could turn into like." Which, which it could have, a media shitstorm. So in the interest of, first of all, I'm really, I'm friends with these guys, the guys that booked this joint. I've been friends with these guys for a decade. Yeah, longer than you know us. Uh, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, hey, man, in the interest of, I care about you, no? You know what I mean? I wouldn't want something unnecessary. I was like, you know what? Let's just pull this shit down, you know, let it die out um, and, and move on, you know? Because they were worried about what? Um, I think that they were worried about continuing the gig. They were worried about losing their gig, booking the oh, workout. Oh, no, 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 no. I think that they were worried about a media storm oh. in terms of, you know, because first thing that's going to happen is people are going to be like hashtag, you know, you, the hashtag boycott. You know what this environment is like. I people know. are like off with their fucking heads. And I was like, I don't, I, first of all, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like the people that I was working with at the casino, I know that they were enjoying me. Right. So I don't know where this came from. Do you know what I mean? It could have been that somebody very high high roller said, I want Laster gone or I'm never coming back to this casino again. Somebody that was in the audience said maybe a big high roller, maybe a, a, an Arab sheik or a Hong Kong businessman. <laughs> you know, they, they love very, Trump. Very, very much could have been. I mean, I, you know what I mean? I'm not privy to that information. Right, but that's so, what it well have been. It says Laster goes or we're not coming back to this casino. Yeah. All right, so... so so they so they so go on so so they ask you they ask you to take the stuff off yes. social media and I was like you know what let's put an end to it anyway so I I pulled the shit down I also uh, they're afraid it's gonna get to Hannibal and you know when Hannibal goes public on something heads roll yes <laughs> and, 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 and in you, jail you, you know and, what's uh, funny is Hannibal had already seen <laughs> ah there you go what was yeah what was going on so he texts me you know comedians are always joking around so I get a text from Hannibal the following morning that said. Heard you got some open dates. <laughs> <laughs> so you lost this. You lost this weekend. I lost a whole week. They took me off a whole week. Okay. Well, again, I say to you. I remember you telling me about that gig. You're excited. Yo, it, it yeah. was it was relaxing as hell. Yeah. Wait. So you so you took it down. Yes. And then so then why are you here talking about it now? Well, also, I, well let me let me let me let me, let me wait. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. I, I I took it down. Right. So the reason that I'm sitting here is because. I go to a party of a, of a guy who works here at the cellar, my buddy Sean Donnelly. We know and you. I walk in. There's, there's 70, 80 comedians in this joint. And oh, I walk whoa, whoa, in. What was this? I, I didn't get invited to that. Do you know about that, Dan? Over at Patty's. No, no. Oh, it's Sean Donnelly's what? birthday. What Sean Donnelly's fuck? birthday party. You probably got an invite. You probably did. Via Facebook. Well, yeah. I don't pay attention to Facebook invites. I need a personal invite. Yeah, me too. Go ahead. And there's. I, wait, what? wait. I, I really can't get off of this, though. I'll go, go ahead. Excuse me. There's 70, 80 comedians there, but I'm walking through the party and people are like. 70 or 80 comedians were gathered who I don't even know about? Go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> You've missed it, no. And, uh, were you invited, and, Jeff? And, and, people, no, go ahead, go ahead. and people are in there saying that, hey, John. We heard that you cussed out the crowd. Um, we heard that you you um, you threatened people, and I was like, no. Someone said, which really hurt my feelings. Oh yeah, we heard that you were drunk and it was a shit show. And I was like, no, this was over a Trump joke. Do you know what I mean? But it dawned on me, like, oh my God, I took those posts down, the, and the, the the flames, you know, the fires had started on a bunch of different places online. So these people are having these debates. And I think that what happened was comedians were like, well, to be taken off a week of shows, there had to be, he had to have done something. Yeah. And well, so, can, I, can so, I say why you're, what you're sensitive about? Because you've had problems in the past. you want to talk about that or no? We can even cut that out. What do you mean? The drinking? Yeah. Oh, who cares? Well, because no, I think that, I think that it would be reasonable that you're afraid now that you're not drinking 
that this could conjure up an, an impression of you being drinking again and being unreliable in some way, and then you could lose gigs in the future. Well, well, whether well uh, t- to that point, um, I think not only that, but I mean, I know people that were close to me that were worried about that. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. So, 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 so you have a very so, good reason to want to push back on this. Very much so. Yeah. But I mean, in addition to that, imagine like if if my my comrades. Keep in mind, I'm in a birthday party. With seven or eighty you are guys, just go, go ahead. Was, no one wasn't invited to. Yeah, with seven or eighty guys that know me, they know were, me too, wait, by well, the way. But, but, <laughs> I'm, but, but, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, guys that know me better than that, they were already starting that with swishing in their head. Yeah, Imagine yeah. the person that doesn't know me. Yeah, no, no, no absolutely. What the fuck you're, they were your is very, very. My, that's all I got. My yeah. assumption was simply that you told a Trump joke and pissed off somebody. I certainly didn't assume anything further. No, if you had been invited to the party, you might have been privy to the real rumor. <laughs> no, no. What would it take? Now you're you're booking a a, a week long gig in Vegas or a. Wednesday through Sunday gig in Vegas. Yeah. Do you imagine you might fire a comic from that gig, and under what circumstances? What would it take for you to fire a comic from a, from a gig, a week long gig? Well, if, if I was if I was ordered to fire it, I'm, I, if I had no choice, I would have no choice, right? If I if I did have a choice, because the casinos do have in all their contracts, they have the final say. That's for sure. But uh, I would I would say, listen, okay, if it's about a Trump joke, I'll make sure he doesn't tell it again. That's it. And, and, and if that didn't work, then, you know. But, but w- would you go as far as saying, as censoring a comic that told a joke that somebody important didn't like? Or would you Not say, in, you know? in the cellar, I wouldn't. But in Vegas, I would, I would can be contractually obligated to. Well, are you contractually obligated? Yeah, yeah. In Vegas, they, they, have the, they have the final say about things like that. Have you ever censored a comic here? No, I don't think I have. Mm. I, I've stopped booking them. When they told Holocaust or anything about Jews, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, okay. he was joking. No, uh, uh, no, I don't. Th- I don't think I ever censored anybody here. I've, I've asked like Nick DiPaolo to go easy on uh, cancer victims from time to time, you know, <laughs> things like that. But he doesn't have to do his bald jokes. But, but other than that, uh, for the most part, no. Have you had any other problems, with, uh, John, uh, with Trump jokes outside of New York City? Because in New York City, it's open season on Trump, pretty much. In Manhattan, whatever you say about Trump, well, well, here's, okay, the, here's, here's, here's the here's the funny part about that. There were, you know, after you do these shows, you're still bumping into these people in the casinos. So I bumped into tons of people that were like, "Hey, bro, I was at the show last night. I'm a Trump supporter, but that was funny as hell." Do you know what I mean? Right, right. So right. even people that in the beginning cringe were like. But it was funny as hell. Well, you don't you know say anything I mean? that outrageous about it. Nah, you you just say, look, if, if Obama talked like Barack a good man, then the Republicans would be all over it. Right. No, but he, he is doing he is doing something which I think is a is uh was is, is a risky is risky business, which is that you're, it's not really a Trump joke. It's a Trump supporter joke. And that's a little bit different because you're not making fun of Trump. You're making fun of the people in the audience who not support true, him. Not true. Both both things are mostly making fun of Trump and at the tail end of it, the the supporters. Right, but but that's but it's it, the people. That, they didn't even wait for that. Okay, because they because didn't even they like didn't at, even they didn't even make it to that part. When I when well, I've been in a position where somebody's making fun of whatever politics I I agreed agreed with, it does strike me as different. They make fun of you know uh, like I was a huge uh, you know Bernie Sanders supporter. So if they make fun of Bernie Sanders, it, it doesn't it really bother me. But they make fun of how stupid the people who believe in socialism are. You know, it's like, go oh, fuck yourself, you know? Right. So, so because you all of a sudden you feel that you're being made fun of. Yo, even the people, and, and, I'll, and I, can, I can say this. I, I do believe that if that last group had done the same thing as the other groups, ah, boo, got up and walked out and kept walking, yeah. I'm not sure that we're sitting here. But they waited and they were like adamant that I didn't have the right to talk about the president. Yeah. You know, which was, which was disheartening, but... I didn't think that it would uh, it would end up in oh well you know you know uh, a, a week of gigs is now down but, the, but, down but. the tubes and my my greatest fear to be perfectly honest with you was the way that it felt at the end of this especially when I was walking around that party and then I'm starting to hear the rumor mill cooking was okay well why don't we just next time put in the contract no political humor because it was it was it was. Someone that was one of the things that someone said in the party. Well, we heard that it was kind of like um, that they asked you in the contract. It said in the contract, no political humor, and you did it anyway. Because that wasn't that's true. Not at all. Who else is on the bill? Not at all. Uh, Nick Griffin and uh, Megan uh, Hanley. 
So, so why didn't you why didn't you scream about race? Like why didn't you say you're, you're firing me because I'm black? They believe me, they back right down when you, you know that. They will I was back, thinking the same they thing. They will shut the fuck up yeah. and they'll take it. They'll bend over and take it. You just have to make it. I'm going five more weeks again. You, you want you want Mr. White Nick Griffin and you don't want me. You know what's so funny, man? And I and I could have played that card. Free but, but, John but, Lester. But you, but you know what's so John funny? Lester you know what's so funny, no? I'm I'm not that guy. Be Otherwise that guy. You got a career to worry about, John. <laughs> well, Otherwise I, I, I hardly think this is a career. Is 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 a st- career stumbling block? If no, it, he could have made a name for himself. He'd be famous all over the world if he did that. Well, he the Borgata. He did, that, ma- I, but he did get some publicity he, out of this. He'd have a residency oh, in the well, Borgata well, if he played his cards right. Yo, you know what's so funny? As as fast as they walked out, right? I was thinking to myself, they really just want those people back in the casino anyway. They should have gave me a residency. Like this guy, this guy will get him yeah, the hell yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, he'll yeah, run yeah, him back he'll on make the floor. Gamble more. Yeah. Like, are you sure it wasn't because you're black? You know, you know, they, you know. You know now it's not you, too late, John. Now that you think you're still black, now <laughs> yeah, that you right. mention it, no, I think you got a point there. <laughs> I am black. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Griffin is really mighty white. <laughs> and Megan, oh my God, who's Megan? I don't know Megan. Very white. Sounds mighty. Well, Dan, uh, Dan, I would have just enjoyed the week off, but I am maybe in the in the minority here. Dan, have you well, ever lost a gig because of jokes you were telling? Uh, I was never. I laugh. was never fired from a gig. I was. Uh, I was like demoted. Nephew, I was, I was a good one, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. What was well, it? Yeah, Just I, when people didn't laugh. Ah. I was demoted because of that. Because, yes, because early in my career, I said I could do a half hour of common, and I could not. And, uh, and that was here, by the way, that you lost. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was SD. SD stopped using you one time. She stopped using me a couple times. I was yeah, in yeah. and out of here for a while. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was demoted from uh, the middle, or the feature act, which is does a half hour for our listeners that don't aren't familiar with comic comedy terms like that and I was demoted to MC I was never fired from a gig never fired from a gig I, I was never fired from a gig I feel demoted I MC quite a bit yeah, here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well on the road you know that the MC yeah, outside yeah. of the city is the lowest position yeah. we do the least amount of time what they do the least amount of time and get the least amount of money and I was demoted therefore from the and feature so. spot to the MC spot but, but you said you didn't have the chop, so that's not really no, the same thing. No, I was early thing. on. They said, can you do a half hour? I said, can I do a half hour? No. Um, no, I, I said, yeah, of course. And, and I, you know, I think we all bite off more than we can chew uh, at the beginning because we don't realize just how long a fucking half hour is when you ain't got it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I can, I I can tell you, I felt lonely as shit when that happened to me. I did. The room started spinning. I really, really felt like I was on an island. Sitting there in that well, room by myself, and somebody take you know with with a week of nothingdom. Well, I like what. As for me now, see, this is where we differ. We're obviously different people. A week of nothing. This sounds good to me. Dan, right. nobody likes to be fired. Come on. No, now. I know nobody likes to be fired. Especially for something. First that of all, you don't say please under don't. the guise of being able to say you, whatever but, you want you, because it's through. Humor. I understand nobody That's likes to the be most fired. Fucked up part. But but what John is saying, in addition to being fired, is he had a week of nothingness, and I'm saying. That a week of nothingness is fine with me. A week of nothingness is fine with me if I choose it. But I mean, after having been fired, I mean, there's something about take a staycation. There's, 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 there's something, yeah, there's something about it though that that kind of felt like someone saying you don't know how to do your job. I hear what you're saying, but they weren't saying that. They were saying you do your job so well <laughs> that you're ruffling feathers. And if looked at that way, you know, let's face it. Well, I was, I wasn't. But here, hear me out. I wasn't. I had. I. I was totally fine with the ruffling feathers part, the people booing and walking out. Mm-hmm. That was the ruffling feathers part. I'm cool with that, and I kept going. Right. There's a thousand people in here, thirty or forty walked out. What is that? Two and a half, three percent. You know what I mean? That's that's that the, the other nine hundred something people sat there and were like, "This guy's funny as hell." The manager said that he was like, "This is the funniest guy I may have seen here." Called his wife and asked her to come the next night. Invited manager, his wait, family was, out. Was he okay. black? No, white guy. Oh, so okay. you know both of them. So you don't take. So so it wasn't like. And, and keep I it. Gotta mind, find and, a racially. And, 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 <laughs> it's there. There's an angle. There's an angle. Those nights, people had walked out. So I knew I was already doing the the the, the feather ruffling. But I'm saying to, to be, you do well, you, but to be careful for that. It, you, did you it make probably, you want to go in deeper? No, but you know what? The funny part was I was actually not going to do the joke anymore. Why? So that was the last night of the joke, and I'll tell you why. I used to do Rikers Island, right? As so a, you comedian, he was open for Johnny Cash, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we would go in there between Thanksgiving and, and the New Year. 
but we would do shows during the day, but it was just to uplift their spirits. I go in there, do my set. At the end of the set, correction officer's talking loud. I say something to them. The guys go crazy. Second night, I go in there. Most of my set, start talking about the correction guys. Guys go crazy. The third night, I was like, fuck it. Why don't I just do this for them? But I was in that same mindset in Atlantic City where I was just going to say, hey, man, fuck it. Let's let these old people have a good time. You know what I mean? Right. So I was not going to do that. was the very last night that joke was going to be told anyway. It just happened to blow up that night. Well, Very but- funny you compared old people in prison and casino to Rutgers you know Island. It's a, novel, it's a novelty gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not regular comedy connoisseurs. Right, right, right. So let's just serve them up what they want here. You know what I mean? That's the way I felt about it. That was the last night that that joke was going to be told anyway. Yeah, for some reason, pleasing an audience is very low on the list of uh, what comedians worry about. (laughs) Dummies. It kind of matters. It it started moving up the charts. You know, when when any of us buy tickets to see some entertainment, we, we would like the performer to care about whether or not we're pleased by it. So stupid. Anyway, uh, um, yeah, but you're only into it if you're caring about it. Yeah. You know? So, so hey, listen. I, I think it's, I think it's terrible. But you know, we've been talking about this for a long time, and uh, I, I was kind of early to the table on this. We are heading as a society down a terrible path, where everybody wants to pass yay or nay on whatever comes out of somebody else's mouth, and they feel tremendously entitled to any reaction they want, you know, and it's and it's, and it's it's spreading and growing, as opposed to kind of a cultural uh, moray or commitment to that. I just say, okay, you know, it, it's good to have a kind of a thick but skin. You know what, what let, kill, people, what, let people say what they want right, at the end of the world, right. which but used no, to be the but case. No, but no, what kills me about maybe that... Maybe that wasn't used to, Maybe that didn't used what, to be the case. I don't think what, it ever was the case. What kills me about that point that you're making is that was the argument that was being made by the right. So for those same people to then say, yeah, we're tired of this political correctness. People should be able to say more of what they want and then say, but when this guy talks about the leader of that, throw him out. No, but what I'm saying is I wish – yeah, you're right, of course. That's hypocrites you know on the that's, left and right. That's, and that's what the joke is but about, but the hypocrisy least, of these least, people. At least basically the right makes the argument of free speech these days and the left actually doesn't even believe in it. But go, anyway. Go see the joke and tell me what you think at He Was Funny. We got Ian Fidance we brought in. I, I don't know Ian. How do you? It's Fidance. You, you, Fidance, say, you mentioned yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Ian Fidance. Is Jeff on the show? No, no, Jeff, no, no he's just he's here. Oh, Ross. No. So, Ross, Ross, you want to come sit down in the meantime? Well, go ahead. Ian, what, why is he in here? What's up? Uh, because uh, Stephen He's an interesting him. fellow. And Stephen well, what, felt what? he was an interesting guy. He looks like, I take a look at Ian, I look at Ian, I'm thinking, don't eat like the Ross's brown son. acid. He didn't even warrant a text message with an intro for for him that I usually get. What's his? What's He's a comedian. Oh, he God looks damn. like. Come on, Steve. He looks like a Woodstock guy. All right. He's got Thank a mustache, you. curly hair. He looks right. Am I right? You look. Yeah. No, he look like, looks like a, a substitute teacher on Room Two 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 from the seventies. That the TV sitcom. You know. I used to be a teacher in the city. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, like but my teacher, Mr. Temple, when I went to PS seventy five. We also have Ross Bennett. He just sat down. Ross. Uh, just sat. How down. do you do? We're talking to Ian Fidance. What's up? But what's interesting about Ian, according yes. to Mr. Stephen Calabria, is that he his thing, sexually speaking, yeah. is, oh, okay. is transgendered females. Is that correct? Ah, why did you tell yeah. me that? That's a good well, angle. Yeah. Okay. Is I'm this something it. you want to? Thank God, to, it's not awkward. Yeah. Though. Why not? It ain't awkward. Wait, so uh, we're talking about women. I'm trying who to meet are, up with one later tonight. Women who are uh, uh, women who are they were transitioning born. to men. No, 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 women, men, men that were born, women that were born men in transition. X Y X Y. Okay. Yeah. Male yeah. to female transgender. Now, what's so good about that? I just like it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm bi, so I like dudes as well. But I like... My, my hierarchy goes women, trans women, men. I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe the taboo of it, but I've always been attracted to kind of. Well, if you're bi, it makes perfect. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Obviously, yeah. it's right in the middle. So yeah. now, so Imagine, you, it's like having a buffet. <laughs> oh, really? With is. just one person. If, yeah. if you if you get the trans all you can eat the trans <laughs> woman home and in bed, uh, and you haven't you don't know yet whether she's had the operation or not because you're not you're not, not allowed oh, to ask. Are you saying come on? Which, oh, which, I'm which, rolling which, the which, dice. And if they had the operation, she's kicking rocks. Get out. <laughs> oh, you don't you like it with you. So you yeah, want the yeah. dick? I want the dick. But no, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Some, some driving a Trans so, Am has got to be stick shift. Now, just, now would, you ever just ask, would you ever just ask a, like a regular gay guy to put on a dress for you? Uh, no. I What's mean, the difference? If, if if I can't find too many trans gals, then maybe. But well, he li- he likes <laughs> men and women, so I'm assuming that if he has a penis, great. If he has a vagina, that's fine too. Well, if if a trans woman's going to get the surgery and get a vagina, I'm just going to go with a woman. 
I want the penis. I don't know. Now, this just, is really interesting. That, it's that just actually the way, makes it interesting. the way I was born. <laughs> I, I, I've tried to figure it out, you know. When I was in, like, third grade, I... There was this kid, he and I would fool around. I just drew a picture of a woman with a penis and put it on his desk. It was like, hey, you like that? What do you think, huh? I don't know where it came from. It just exists. Well, you're not alone. There's a lot of men that are heterosexual or identify as heterosexual. I talk about on stage, and dudes come up to me like, hey, man, that was great. Can I talk to you over here? I'm like, yeah. They're like, hey, man, I've been with trans. You tell anyone, I'll kill you. How much did did you have to pay in therapy to get to the point where you're this comfortable talking about I've this? I've been in therapy a long time. Oh, man. Yeah. Long it's time. But, but yeah. You've gotten your but money's if worth. But if you're comfortable being gay or bi, yes. uh, there's no additional... Uh, it's, it wouldn't be any worse oh, there or is, there weirder. Would, no, no, in my home, there would be. <laughs> saying, I'm fully prepared for one of my children being gay or bi, but if, I, I'm If they're sorry. not, you're that, a failure as a parent. Yeah, but you're yeah. saying... You're <laughs> saying... <laughs> that's, you're, that's an you're extra a leap. potential failure as yeah, a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're saying... Uh, my kid better be trans or you're, else. You're saying, Noam, that you'd be more... It would be more odd for you, for your kid to like, for your for your son to like men, than for your son to like trans women. That would be Listen, weirder for you. It was, uh, the irony is, I'd, I'd like to say some things about how I actually feel, knowing full well that they could be, I could be a victim of my own prejudices, I'm only human, but I don't think I'm going to get the Joy Reid treatment afterwards if I say the wrong thing, that I'll just be able to say, look, I don't really think I said it, and everybody will just well, forgive me. Yeah, whatever, just out but, with it. But uh, I, I will say that... Um, Something inside me, and, and I think it comes down to personal experience, that, that I've always known gay guys my whole life, mm-hmm. and I always saw they were basically just the same as anybody else. Well, they were a little flamboyant sometimes, whatever it is, but, but the trans people I've known or I've worked with, they were, they were different. They, they were not just uh, the, the same as you and me. He, he's, uh, he's, he's making the, uh, the universal sign for crazy with his, with his fingers. So Ross, why would you do that? <laughs> so, 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 so I've all, I all, I, and I know that we're supposed to assume that because, because we know, or pretty much know that gay people are congenitally gay, either whether it's something in the womb or genetics, whatever it is that we're supposed to now, uh, it's kind of like a protective coating against bigotry to assume that trans people must be born that way too. But I've always wondered, do we know that trans people are born that way? Could trans not be the result of some sort of trauma or well, something? But no, um, what, so, does that, well, what does that have to do there's with... There's a phrase so, no, called so, so, trans so, so, oh, trender. In case you didn't follow where I'm going. So if my children were to go in, in that direction, I... I I'm not saying your children are trans, they just like trans women. Well, but the whole, the whole trans thing, I would somehow worry, is this, is this just... Normal as it were, or did did I go wrong somewhere, or did, or did, or, some, or did something oh, happen oh, to like or, a traumatic event? Or did something happen? Like a I butterfly effect, or could it be trans raising them in Greenwich Village? Could that have anything or, or to do with it? Or did something happen in school that I don't know about? Did some, you know, like I don't. Did right, I don't, right, yeah. right, 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 right. They're, they're yeah. being like raised. a butterfly effect that turns them trans or whatever. They're yeah, being yeah, raised so in the suburbs, actually. Now, oh my god! I'm not saying that's the case. No, I'm not thinking about this at all. But that's a healthy fear, and it's it doesn't make you wrong or bad to to think those things. Let me tell you what I think about black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, Ian. Ah, it makes you better. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. But again, Ian is not a, a trans. He just likes trans, and and right. and in, I in have to confess yes. to enjoy not what well, drum roll, please. To enjoying <laughs> videos in which trans women have sex with women. Yeah, it's hot. That I do Wait. enjoy. In how? With, the, with their penis oh, intercourse. The seed has inter- been planted, my friend. That is a, a trans woman having, inter- water it. having intercourse with a woman. Not with a man, but with a woman. To me, is quite hot. Why wouldn't huh. it be, after all? I enjoy watching a man have sex with a woman. Why not a trans a woman having sex right. with a woman? <laughs> the reason is obvious, but... I, but uh, well, The reason is not obvious. <laughs> the reason is not... Oh, a, then why not, have a, I enjoy, why not have a dog with women? I mean... Come on, Jesus well, because the dog doesn't have a Jesus. set of tits. First of all, some of these trans women look. No, I'll uh, tell you why. Because usually, what you watch is a reflection of the sex that you're interested in. Uh, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not comparing not trans necess- to dogs. I'm saying once you start watching that, it's like you watch oh, men wow. having sex with women. You enjoy that. So why would it be weird to wa- enjoy watching you. trans women having sex with women? Because it's a trans. It's not my thing. So it, in some way, it, well, it, men are not your thing either. But it, you enjoy watching them have sex. Boom. I think check and no, make. I, as far as no, I'm concerned, I enjoy good seeing That's the act point. of what it is that that I would like to be involved in. Right, but if you take a step back and you're looking at 
uh, a man fuck a woman, but you got double the tits, where can you go wrong? Listen, people who are into interracial yeah. porn, we presume yes. they're attracted to interracial stuff. People yes. who are into old people porn, like with old, sex with old ladies, are, you figure they're probably attracted to right, old ladies. You can't control what your Look, dick I, is into or not no, into. You can't it doesn't control. make well, you bad. I, I, let Ross in because he's no, uh, the boys of experience. I think what you're... <laughs> 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 the only thing... I, it, you're assuming that everything involved in watching porn and masturbating to corn, porn, because I don't know anybody who actually watches it. As a right. connoisseur. Okay. Uh, Let me take some. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's, <laughs> just, that's nice. fascinating. fascinating. I've got to go. I've yeah, got to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're assuming it's all about sexual feelings. And there's other feelings that go on. Some people are like heavily into the shame. Yeah. That goes along with it. And all of a sudden you get that icky shame stuff that's going around the sex thing. Norton told me that. Mm -hmm. You know, is that it's Jim not Norton. sometimes it's not about the sex, it's about the shame. Yeah. You know, I you was never really into porn actually. To be honest with you, I, I was never a porn guy. So uh, You I, don't say. I, I and don't. even if you were to watch porn, it's likely, Dan, that he wasn't watching for the man involved, he was watching for the woman involved. You would be just as turned no, on by a man and a woman as you would be with two women. I, I will confess that I do find the huge dicks fascinating. Like I do I do. I do say, oh my God, that's like well, just like it on a woman's body. That, <laughs> your fucking mind will explode. <laughs> I find them intimidating. Wait, so Ian Fidans. Put it in some panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put a G-string on it. Just Woo! to explore a little bit I more. I think it's interesting when a penis is large enough that you can actually use it to hang a woman's clothes on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Winter just, coat. Ian, uh, <laughs> let me so, take that off. Where am I gonna hang? Where am I gonna hang your blouse? Oh, right here. I did that with an ex-girlfriend. We were dating like a couple weeks. I came out. I go, look a towel rack. She was like, I can't. Now, when you say girlfriend, anymore. you mean a, a XX uh, or a trans trans girl? Regular gal. I, I, I came out to, to my say mom. I, I could say whatever I want. We can say whatever we want. That's Ian, all you're not well, supposed to say. Ian is a member of the LGBT community. He can say these uh, things. I, you can too. I don't even think of myself as a member of that because well, I was in the do. closet. For <laughs> <laughs> Freak. I got news for you. <laughs> you think whatever you want. Ian. Ian. Now you're Rachel Dollars uh, all over here. The trans women that you're attracted to tend to be, you want a, a trans woman that looks exactly like a woman, except with a penis, or a masculine I like persona. Them, I like them passable. Passable. Very. My, my main, if I could find a trans Rihanna, or like a trans that Cardi looks just B, like a like Rihanna, a, but with a penis. So like you're an interracial trans so guy. So you yeah. like, you He's like, I've never been trans. with a, a white you like Man a, or trans woman. You like like 3% of transgenders. Yeah. yeah. I, real, real niche market for me. The more passable, the better. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Or a, a little masculine is so, okay? So what I'm hearing is that when, when Backpage shut down, it really ruined your life. Oh, I was in a state of mourning. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you. Backpage shut down. I was all right. I went to Craigslist Casual Encounters, and it didn't work. I went into a spiral. I was Googling I was Googling replacement casual encounters. Yeah, because please help. When you're, when you're into a fine niche of humanity that way, how are you going to find? There's no well, bar for that. You, you need to go to Backpage. Yeah. No, you need to go online. I'm sure there's. you get uh, that's, on Tinder. No, but I see that's all, what he was talking about. Oh, I see. Well, Tinder, yes. all the on time Tinder, I see trans people. Grindr, yeah, but people might find. Yeah, yeah but it's hard because then you know you got so many people swiping and then guys don't know that they're trans and then they find out and they get a big experience you know so like it's it's I'm not gonna say my life's tough I, I love dating women too I, I love women I mean it's not it's hard what's it to like, find what's it like when you tell a, a, a woman mm -hmm. about your proclivities how does that work I mean, some how of much them, up, how much up front are you? When are you up? Front I got to be up front, and it's funny because you tell these things and you get a reaction. You can't tell if it's homophobia or germophobia, you know, because people can say all they want, like "Yes, Queen, I love LGBT rights, whatever." But then you're like, "Yeah, I've I've sex with men. I I want to have sex with you," and they're like. Let's take a step back. You're like, oh, okay. Is this homophobia? Are you homophobic or no. are you germophobic? Do you have, Where do you, is the intersection? Are there those who have no problem with it whatsoever? Oh, completely. Yeah. I mean, I'm safe all the time. I'm not an I'm not a monster. Like, I get tested every couple months. I always wear protection. Well, I, why do you get tested every few months? You don't always wear protection. Nobody gets tested every few months when they always wear protection. I'm a huge germophobe. I'm very, very neurotic about germs, and uh, I have a huge fear of STDs, which makes hookup culture very difficult because a lot of it's not protection. Now, do you, you talk know? about this in your comedy act explicitly? Uh, yeah. And maybe, yeah. Maybe you could sub for Laster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so I have a question. Are your, right. par are your parents living? 
My dad is not. My mom is. And uh, now that, this is not what killed your dad, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I how much time do we I have? Get that, I couldn't <laughs> get that quick enough out. I, I really don't understand Noam's. Yeah. I want to hear Noam's. Uh, how close? We, we 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 talk to gay people all the time, uh-huh. and Noam is somehow thinks this is weird somehow. Well, it's he, different. It's very. If it's different. not weird, then why do we have him on the show for this? Because it's. it's, it's we don't usually have people on who you know. He's on because he likes spaghetti. It's obviously there's something notable about it. That's why we, we he got well, booked because I, I, of this. I thought he was a straight guy that I'll likes trans me, women. Me, whatever but, but it is, in any, it's interesting. In any, it's interesting, but it's not. Your, your your joke about the father dying because of the son. Because many fathers would. If would your have son a is gay, if your son is already sucking cock. Uh-huh. Oh, what the oh, hell is the Jesus. difference whether it's know? a guy or a bi? Can Are you, you asking for a friend? I mean, a guy or a trans? <laughs> Listen, can you tell us? Tell us what your father. Go ahead. What What about him? What What was it? What did he Did he know about your no, sexuality? No, he he died when I was eight. Okay, yeah. so uh, your and mom. My, did, my mom knows. And, how did and she when feel I told her, I mean, my mom. It's, how specifically did you tell her? Like, I mean, dude, the I didn't. Come, I didn't come out about this shit until. Two years ago, year and a half ago, I'm 33 now. Mm-hmm. I held it in for a long time. I thought I was gonna die with all this shit inside me, and so therapy helped out a lot, you know, because it, it was a ton of shame. I grew up in a very Catholic, Italian household, you know, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of self hatred, and everything. It came out, and and ever since then, my relationship with everyone in my life has been elevated a million times. Now, Can my I, mom and they, I are closer wait, wait, now more than ever. They say mothers uh, usually have a feeling about their son's sexuality. She didn't know what I was, but she knew I had a sadness and like a pain that she just couldn't put her finger on, you know? And it's so funny because now I'll tell my mom, I'll be like, mom, you know, I'm going on a date and she goes, oh, that's nice. Is it a born girl or one of your friends? <laughs> I, I think oh, that's, that's, a that's nice so mom. sweet. Yeah. It's so They're, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, so I think, adorable. I think that what's interesting, you're lucky. Though, I'm to answer, very lucky. To answer I'm your very, question, very What's interesting, not so much that he's into... Once he established that he was bisexual, I think being into trans women is basically... An extension. Uh, a, a, a given. Right. I think that uh, the fact that you're bi is interesting because I don't meet a lot of bi men. You meet, right. obviously, bi women, especially here in the village, and w- women seem to be well, more... There's, there's you, a huge you pushback. them, but they don't t- you don't know that Well, that could are. be it, too. But I don't well, there, meet a lot of a, men that say that huge, they're bi. There's a huge pushback in... The straight community, gay community, with bi men, like women, it's totally like, yeah, whatever. But then guys, it's like, nah, man, you're fucking gay. Just say you're gay. I, okay. I, I confess, I kind of believe that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, listen, so but, many people. When think you that. masturbate, uh huh, without any porn, uh huh, what are you thinking about? A man, a man in a dress, a woman. Listen, I got ADD. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> it is just a fucking. Can I ask you, what was the straw that broke the camel's back for you to finally be open about it? Um, or was there a particular event? I had a nervous I breakdown. <laughs> you had a nervous breakdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is a nerve? What is it, Jeff? You want to join us? Speaking Jeff. of nervous breakdowns, what, yeah, yeah. what, what, uh, what exactly is a nervous, a nervous breakdown? I had a total break. Rip with reality. So you, I didn't like, know what was real, what wasn't, because I, I didn't know, because I come out in therapy. It? Yeah, yeah. So describe what it's like to be. I mean, it's scary. What, what, what do you, what do you see that's not real, that you be, like? Tell, explain it. This is very interesting. To I me. mean, I when when I I was in therapy for a while. When I started to tell people my personal life about everything, and then they like accepted me with like love and understanding. I never thought that was possible. I thought people. I thought I was going to tell people, and they go, "All right, fuck you. Get out of my life. You're fucking gay. Get out of here." You know. And so when people loved me, I had like a snap in my head because I never knew I could be like truly myself and happy. And I thought I was involved in a prank show. I truly thought that everyone in my life was a producer and the big prank was it. Ah, see, you thought you could be happy and you're not. So you were so, you were so sure you couldn't be happy that when you actually were happy, you and thought I was it was truly you had my ner- authentic it, self. It caused a nervous breakdown. I had a nervous breakdown. Isn't the human mind just remarkable? Well, you know, um, it was insane, and and it was the greatest. <laughs> I'm gonna go. As far, it I'm was gonna, the greatest thing ever happened, man. Ever since then, I've it's elevated every aspect. And of how my did life. you come back from the nervous breakdown? Uh, after a few days, I I mean, I I thought. 
people were sending me signals. I thought a guy after a show was uh, a producer for the show, and he's like, you know, we need to meet up. And I was like, yeah, whenever you want, man. Here, take my email. He emails me right away. I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to talk about this project, about this reality show we're on. He was just, just a gay man. Inbox for the dick <laughs> he was just um, a gay man trying to get me back to his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, there's a project. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. working on a project. Well, yeah, yeah. So, come so to my room. Jeff, I've got Jeff a joined us. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I forgot I that we texted. You, I forgot that you were in town. You like guys that look like they're transitioning, so they brought me on. Yeah, what's up? Shave well, that beard and we can he, talk, pal. Something yeah, now, Ross Bennett is here, and I haven't seen Ross in a while. You have a new comedy CD? Yeah. Well, tell us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, go ahead. Tell us about it. Oh, well, uh, it's called um, Not If You Were the Last Man on Earth. And, you know, it, I don't know if you know about the Acme Comedy Would Club. You ever say, go ahead. <laughs> the Acme Comedy Club in uh, uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. Great I, club. And every year they do a thing called Crash and Burn, where they get four headliners, and you make a commitment to not do any material. You spend the whole week oh, developing great. a new act. So all four that's comics awesome. have 20 minutes of fresh material they've never done. And by the end of the week, you know, you got you got a pretty good, you know, new 20 minutes. You got a tight too. <laughs> so I had uh, I did that and I came out with 20 minutes and that was the heart of the new CD. And then within a year I took a bunch of other stuff that came up and I created it. Oh, and that's uh, killer. And it's old school in terms of it's not like one theme throughout the whole thing. You know, that just happens to be... Isn't that one, one of your jokes? One punch. It's one punchline yeah. in my thing. I had a funny picture of myself looking unattractive. I know. Where would he find a picture of himself looking unattractive? Now, you're looking good these days. Thank you very much. And uh, and that, that that's what it is. It's, it's got a lot of, you know, I'm proud of it. It's my second CD. We share something, by the way. Uh, uh, Minnesota and New York State, uh, we both border Canada. But then, it's uh, and you know, and I feel I'm a better person for it. <laughs> I love Canadians. They're good natured. They're guileless. My only problem with Canada is their coins. <laughs> we seem to have fairly decent border control with Canada for people, but their coins—it's <laughs> like a sieve. They just—they just come and go at will. And I don't know about you folks, if I get a Canadian quarter in my change, my day is shot. Because <laughs> for the rest of the day, it's like I'm a kid, I'm playing tag, and I'm it, because I'm trying to give it to somebody else. You like that? Now sometimes, sometimes I get a Canadian quarter, I don't even know I got it. It goes in my pocket. I won't see it all day. I mean, do you hear what I'm saying? I've been it all day. <laughs> then I'm gonna buy a newspaper and you reach in your pocket for a regular quarter and you get this other thing and they're deceptive. Same size, same weight, but a different picture. And your mind will try and justify it. Oh my gosh, I just noticed, apparently George Washington was a transvestite. <laughs> And compared to the CD you made, was this more fun to make? Since it was dealing with so much of that stuff that was kind of in the moment and everything, rather than like specific material you were planning out? I don't know. If, I have no idea what you're saying. The, what was that? <laughs> he, he, he's picturing you in a dress. He had trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying because you said that you took half this material and it was just made up over a week and then you built it around that. Were you more excited about this than actually like planning out? Another... Oh, I mean, the, 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 the CD. Yeah. Well, you know, I teach a class now. Oh, you, don't, okay. you don't know I teach a class, but I teach a class. A comedy and, class, and, I'm assuming. And, and, yeah, 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 thank you very much. All right, and, just to um, be sure. It's second year law. It's not English, it's second year law. Torts. Business. Torts. Retorts. So the, uh, but at the heart of it is the difference between writing a joke and developing material. You know, you write a joke, you develop material. And that's what that week's about. It's about developing, but you only got a week to actually spend to develop it. After a year, it went to a whole nother place. And uh, so I love the process. Of creating of creating new stuff, a lot of the stuff that a lot of the other stuff on it is stuff I created here, like when I was working here a lot. And, uh, and awkward it, moment, huh? Not awkward, awkward moment. moment. No, not in the least. Not oh, as I'm you sorry. said that, Dan. Go not ahead. in the least. Oh, my bad. You know, I, I I tell and I tell every comic like yourself who's like 10, 15, 20 years younger than I am, the day will come when you phase out of one place into someplace else. Every place you work eventually will 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 
stop working with you, and that's not a bad thing. Well, well let me let me say about that that uh, um, you know uh, some comics like uh, you know I don't know Greer Barnes, you know they just they 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 just always you know at, 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 they, they never seem to have any decay in what what they do. But other comics, especially the ones who try to venture out of their comfort zone and, and are into the process, they have their ups and downs in terms of how they're, they're doing in front of the audience. They know it themselves. They don't need me to tell them. And, you know, one of the things that, we, that, that I'm sad or that I'm disappointed about this success of the Comedy Cellar now is that we don't really have that luxury of, of having that stage time for people who want to try new stuff or want to venture, you know, and, and do stuff like that. So people sometimes... SD will will stop booking somebody for a while because they you know they're not doing so well. They're trying some things out. But I would not want to discourage anybody who that happens to from you know say hey you know I want to I want to come back you know. Oh okay yeah. I- it's it's not like a, a permanent stamp. You know we had this thing with with Sean Patton who's a very 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 apparently very doing great these days. He's one of my favorites. I think he's really one of the real gifted people he's I've seen. Like gifted, you know. And he had his ups and downs here because he, he can't be harnessed. You know, he does what he wants, and sometimes he's working, sometimes he's not. And he's been in and out, and, um, you know. Whenever I worked here, I, was always, I always felt the pressure to do my A material. Yeah, that's, that's not a great pressure. The, you know, always go out there with a baseball bat, beat the shit out of the people, and, and I was okay with that. But a, a point Don't was, literally um, beat the shit out of them because then you won't get booked for three months. Huh? <laughs> that's what happened to Jeff, yeah. <laughs> but you brought a baseball bat? <laughs> you know, beat the shit he, out of He them. did have a, he had a uh, altercation. Had a, no altercation, way. yeah, with an angry audience. I mean, it's, anyway. he, with the English accent, it sounds fancy, but it was a Donnybrook. We jeweled at dawns. You know, I don't, one thing, about the, one thing about the comedy seller is I, I don't see ageism here. No, I don't see ageism here. If it, it's all Eddieism, really. You get, you have the luxury of being able to choose from the very greatest talent every week that's available within, you know, fifty miles of where we are. And I always, I used to be, I would get not, not get work like for a week or something. And I'd look, and I'd look at the schedule, and I'd say to myself, who do I think I should replace on this schedule? Besides Natterman. Amy Schumer, I'm going to replace. Todd Berry, I'm going to... You know, these people oh, are finally. geniuses. It'd be nice know? if you could. Huh? And, and by the He's way... He's never that, happy. And there's always a certain number of spots that are that are accounted for that are not on the lineup that nobody knows yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I never I never had... I knew people had, like, really big issues. You know, they feel rejected or whatever. By the time I got here, I've been rejected so fucking much yeah. that it didn't make any difference. You know, I was just glad for what I had. You know, as I'm looking at you, I mean, I, you know, we know each other, and of course, I, it, it's not. But I want, I want everybody to have happiness in their life, and I'm not, and I, and I feel bad if anybody wants work, it doesn't work. But, but, but for my own selfish reason, I'm, I'm always worried. I'm saying, you know what? If this dude is killing, and we're not using him, we're fucking up here at the cellar. So, so you know, I always want to encourage everybody to stay within the orbit of the place, and, and, and. And, and not just say, okay, I'm done with the seller. Not for, not to be nice to you. Oh, yeah. Not to be nice to you. It's because I'm a smart businessman. I've, ne- I've never felt I was done with anything, yeah. Yeah. but I'm like really okay. I always tell comics that when they when they when something goes away like that, yeah. that's that's part. It's as much part of the business. You guys talking about the Borgata, right? Yeah. yeah. I worked there every year for 15 years, and they changed the booker, and now I don't work there now. But for 15 years, I made great money. You know, at a great gig, and I was really pleased for it. And it's okay to move on. Well, you have a great attitude. That's that's a, that's with the aid of therapy. Also, well, I don't I don't want to be that guy. And we know those guys. My heart goes out to them, who's bitter in their sixties because they can't get what they used to have. What about if you're you like know? that bitter in your thirties? Well, <laughs> is that then, all right? Obviously, you're from the UK. There you go. All right. It's okay. It goes with the. Uh, are you living here now, Jeffrey? Or are you visiting us? <laughs> he always always that, living like here. He doesn't Dan. understand English. You don't know that. What's that? He said the it way you said it, it, you said it slow. Do you like, like it, it here? No, in I thought you had gone back to England. No, man. I live, in, I live in Los Angeles now. I've been out there for. Oh, eight so so well. So you are. Not living in New York. I'm so you are visiting us. I'm visiting you, yes. Yeah. You're visiting us. So, now, Jeff, are you in therapy too? No, I should Jeff be. Jeff has said many it's times. I self-apply therapy. Have I you think. ever been in therapy? No, I should, though. But, Jeff, don't I'm, you I'm say... I'm aware that I should. You're I think one of the few people thing. on stage that talks openly on stage about being 
a depressive. Yeah, yeah. Now, certainly yeah. several comics fit that category, but you're the only one I've seen that actively goes on stage and says, I am a mental case. Well, Brits are very comfortable with that. And yet, I'm but, breaking boundaries, Dan. I'm glad you pointed out. But, it's very yet sweet you, uh, but you haven't been in therapy, though. No. Well, why is, it, why is that? Is it just... You don't I feel don't like know, paying man. for I haven't it? got the money. Do you know what I mean? I've got no health insurance. How are you going to get therapy without health insurance? Well, you were in England a long time. They have it ah, free just there. Just do some sobbing. That costs nothing. Just go home, rock in a little But the ball. English go to the pub, <laughs> don't they? And they just drink their sorrows. They go to the pub. That's true. Yeah, alcoholism is rife in our country. Well, you think about this American... Well, wait, I was going to If you went to therapy and you were in the office and then the reception is, you know, you have to fill out a form and the form said, you know, give us the top three reasons, the top three things about yourself you would hope that this therapy would help you with. What would they be? Um, more acceptance of myself, I think. Being a bit com more comfortable so in who I am. So not to change yourself, just be comfortable. Be with more comfortable in who I am, yeah. Be a little bit happier in that. But that's that's true of every comic. That's like that's like a comic's process. Until they find their comic voice, they haven't become comfortable in themselves. Do you know what I mean? I think that's right, why I'm probably so drawn to this profession. Right, but it's not so much acceptance as it is allowance. No one's accepting too, in comedy. They love to shit on each other. Like, it's part of the no, banter. accepting it's part yourself of the thing, and allowing yourself to be whomever you, you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one. Go ahead. That's one. Uh, second thing would be maybe uh, forgiving my parents mm, uh, their part in maybe why I am and, and accepting my own, how it's my own fault rather than not, not anyone else's. But you see, you're, you're, you're actually, all, all those answers are kind of ducking. Forgiving your parents for what they made you, uh, being accepting of yourself for what you are, but you're not actually saying what is the underlying thing that they made you or that you need to accept. Oh, what uh, is that deeply undeserving. I, I, think, I, I think I'm... I think I'm worthless all the time. You seem to you function very well where you are. Yeah, yeah. Your therapy's about being about you can't when you can't do that. Yeah. When you have a fucking nervous breakdown, when you're depressed all the time, when, Absolutely. You, when you can't leave your if you're I know if you're depressed and you're able to function in the world, yeah, but God also, bless you. Come on, you look at someone like Robin Williams, there's a man who coped and learned ways to deal for decades, and then at some point, clearly he wasn't. Well, but he was—he was, he was oh, also no, he, ill. He, he was ill. Yeah, well, he wasn't at a right place. No, not place, mentally ill. Yeah, oh, sorry. Had, yeah. Beginning of Parkinson's, and right. he, had, he had issues. Uh, he, was, he was, he was, he was right, in so serious trouble. Yeah. But it's the point still stands that some people seem to be coping and, and depending on on well, just. Let the, me see the, what I see in you. Uh, you, you. There's an extrovertism, if there's such a word to you, yeah. that I that I'm. It's not unique to you that I always find fascinating. Like you post a lot of pictures of your ass on Instagram. Well, I'm glad. And I said, I said, why is he posting pictures of his ass? What it's is a good ass. Are you signed up for his Instagram? No. You break the internet. No, no. It's a good ass or a bad ass. It's not the point. I mean, it'd be more interesting that you posted a bad ass. You had a bad ass. But I'm just saying, like, what of all the things, what what compels you to say, I want to show my ass on Instagram? First of all, it's interesting that that is the thing that most people within the comedy world, yourself included, other comics, etc., notice those posts. Like, oh, Jeff's posting another picture of his ass. Which makes up maybe... One in a hundred of my posts on, on social media. The rest will be clips from comedy, shows, funny little videos, short character clips, etc., etc. But people don't comment on those. It's the arse picture. Well, but the reason I do it is because I have a nice arse and because I have two opportunities to garner fans. One is through my comedic ability on stage and the other is being attractive enough maybe that some people might just like who I am. Ah, you know? that's a good answer. I use okay. social media as a, as a place. It's a very shallow place to to garner, you know, viewers and new audience members, and some of them are just and I go, hey, I, I bet they got a lot of likes. I want to fuck and this guy. It gets more likes than any of my comedy well, yeah, posts. Yeah, and being depressed, <laughs> being oh, depressed, that little shot of dopamine <laughs> feels good, right? People like looking that might, at. Yeah. That that's might, why you think you have a good ass. You that, might want to reevaluate that, that, that logic. That might have more to do with your comedy. But sorry, sorry, no, no. You don't need to apologize to me. It's all right. As long as it's all right. You just got lost. It's the table. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'm actually still working at the comedy cellar, so I'm not offended. I never, it never occurred to me that that was the reason I, I, yeah. that you were, that you were attracting, trying to attract a, an audience based on your physical appearance. Now yeah. you get mostly, uh, bit, yeah. you get a lot of attention mostly from gay men or from women with those ass. Oh, uh, both, posts. yeah, both, both, yeah, both. And you have no gay, uh, gay, in, or do you? No, no, no. I don't. No. I'm not into. No, he just men. sounds it. I'm not into men. I just. He seems um, like he might, might be, but I was wanted to no, verify. I'm comfortable around gay men because I kind of grew up with lots of friends in that world or the music world. You know, a number of people around the table might know is. It's very synonymous with gay culture and late night culture that has a lot Androgynous. of yeah, well, whilst, uh, whilst we have you here, uh, this is fortuitous because I would, if, if we could just talk briefly about the the, uh, the royal wedding. Oh, you sure. Have <laughs> we'll have to make it brief because I didn't watch it. I don't care about it. I'm yeah, more well, interested to know how Noam got on with uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Well, have you he talked didn't about do that? The, 
You didn't do it in the end. He didn't do the show here with Milo. He did it elsewhere. Ah, but I oh. wanted I wanted to I know what know. you thought of that guy. Because I was when I saw your two names on the lineup, I thought, oh, this is going to be magical. That, that Milo thing was such a bad experience from beginning to end. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. uh, first of all, I, yeah, we, we, we were going to... We, we flirted with the idea of, of having him on. Now, I, I wanted to have him on because, you know, I'm into politics and he's famous and it's good for ratings. And, and, and I like to talk to anybody, whether they're a KKK member. I, I don't, I right. don't, I, I kind of prefer to talk to people. It's an interesting conversation yeah. to have, yeah. But sure. he was very, very cruel no. uh, to Leslie Jones. So, and Leslie Jones is, you know, a part of the family here. So yeah. I was going to do it, but only on the condition that somebody close to Leslie was willing to do it as well and kind of represent her and take okay. take him to task for the way he treated her. And we couldn't find anybody to do that. So I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to have him here. So, But I know Sherrod Small has a Race Wars podcast, so I said, let him, you know, we'll, we'll put him in touch with Sherrod. Yeah. So then I went on that podcast, and it was just it was this other guy there who I like, um, uh, uh, Tommy. But um, And Tommy's been great on my podcast, but, but uh, Tommy just started... It was, it was Tommy's gay and Milo was gay and they just got into it and they yeah. would not stop bickering and yelling and screaming uh, at each other and it kind of ruined the whole the whole thing. It became a screaming match. Two gay men with well, opposing and, and, and ideas Milo kept and calling views. him wow. Susan you and like I mean, all the thing all the things you should never ever say out loud that you assume are the way gay people would act. Yeah. This is exactly the way they were acting. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, right, you know? right, right. By the way, <laughs> was it you that snored when I brought up the royal family gnome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because so, I would like because you do that on occasion I would just like to respectfully request that you Never do that again. It wasn't about you. It was about the royal. It was about the royal, it was about the royal wedding. I find it so boring. Well, you know, you, you go you, on and on about some arcane little uh, issue with I'm not the Republican party. You. Criticizing the wedding is a bore. Dan, are you a, are you a How long you guys been married? He's, you, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Dan Natalie well, looks like you, a French duke. You look like a French duke. No, I look so a French duke. Yeah, I, I thought you said you're a French Jew. The royals. You like royals? You look like one of those too as well. I think I like the royal family. I think to me they're a living museum. I, I think it's fascinating that these people, even though they have no current power, really, but they are descended from people that made history. The, uh, they're I'm descended from Abraham. Yes, well, you may be. But, uh, you Alexander know, the Great um, in my heritage. Uh, William and, and Harry's great We've all great. We've got a guy. What's that? I said we've all got a guy. We've all got a guy. No, go ahead. William, and, William Harry. and Henry's great, great, however many great grandfather was George III, from whom we declared independence and fought a. War, I find that interesting. Yeah. And I find that it's a it's a it's a window uh, into, into another, that, world. Into into another world. world. And I find it, quite frankly, uh, very interesting. Oh, I, the wedding I want to hear about gay the people being catty. Come on. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I mean, the there, was a, there was a lot of that in the royal wedding too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. the wedding itself was not. You know, it's just it's which it's, is it's, what the subject was. I, the I find wedding it is also interesting because it's all that pomp and. And old school There's shit. There's only one thing also, interesting about that one, wedding. He actually, married a black woman. Say, that, this that's one was an interesting Well, question. I was getting yeah. to that. All right. <laughs> which to me is sexy. Well, she is sexy as shit. Yes, <laughs> she is sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the side eye the queen the queen was giving? Well, I saw oh, that meme where she was... Eye. Yeah, but can't anyone get side eye if they're getting pictures taken of them Not every anymore. second of the day? No, You're absolutely right. They're right? All like you can, you can make There's anyone... No Anyone have any reaction if you're just oh, filming them all of the we time? Had a, we had a total fake news incident this week at the Comedy Cell. Really? I, I spent the last 36 hours screaming at reporters. What, what happened? happened? Uh, they, they, there was this thing that, well, is, what that, didn't happen that somebody happen. walked out during Aziz's set. Did you see it? No. It was a, it was a daily news. Somebody, it never happened. What happened? Did he buy them uh, the wrong glass of wine or something? No, it just, it just never happened. And uh, That was my friend. He, was, he, went, he wasn't in the show. He was going to the restroom. He was eating up here. He went in and then came back out. Well, they, they say it was a woman, but anyway, it it never happened. But, but was where, where was that? I didn't read that. Where was that um, in, in the Daily News? And well, then, it got, then it got picked up by Fox what News. What a fucking but, joke! But that's yeah. good publicity for the comedy show. No, it's is not. It not? No. Why not? Because so, because someone well, walks out of you know. One person walked out, but everybody now knows that Aziz comes here. Seller, it's about the negativity of what's going on at the comedy show. You know, you should co-host the show. You're very smart. No, no, thank you. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. It's, it's because because no. I don't. Come on. It's been, no, I'm saying. I'm smart. Not like people say. <laughs> Bec you know, it's because, but overall, I think overall, it's a positive for the comedy show. Yes, but I didn't. I don't want Aziz to. Uh, uh, I'm not welcome. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I was unhappy about how it might make Aziz feel. I don't think Aziz cares. But anyway. It's just striking how. But it is. And this, right. and this has is Louis, like my, has Louis is, gone back up yet? Yeah. No, this is like my fifth or sixth experience with this, where somebody comes out in the paper, 
and it's absolutely untrue, yeah. demonstrably. And they do not care. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I thought, yeah. Well, there's no that sensationalism to my buddy with the in, Schumer oh, thing. Now, there was a... There was oh, a yes, I want to... Can we talk a, briefly? That's your but friend? I, I have to repeat, yeah. But there was a woman at Fo foxnews.com I spoke to today, I, Kathleen somebody, and she did care. So I have to give her props for that. Yeah, shout out to Kathleen. Great. What's her name? Yeah. 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 You were friends with that guy at Caroline's. Yeah, Brandon Sagalow. Now, now, oh, this is good. Go the ahead. story yeah. is... Can I just briefly... You outline? tell the story, and then I'll tell the truth. I'll tell the story as it appeared in the news. Go for and it, then we Danny. Gotta wrap it up. We're Let's here, Danny. Well, fascinating. This this TMZ Natterman. What's his name? Tagalog. Brendan. <laughs> Brendan Zagalo. Brendan Zagalo was on stage performing yeah. uh, as a headliner at Caroline's, and his friends and family were in the audience, amongst yes. others. And Amy, according to the story, came in and said, "I'm Amy Schumer. I want to go on. I'm hosting SNL. I need to practice uh, my set for SNL." And she won, and then she screamed out to what's his name again? Brendan. Brendan. She said, Tagalog. "Can I go on for five minutes?" And Brendan said, okay. She went on, did her five minutes, got off. Then Brendan went back on and did his thing. But that was the story as I read it in the news, that she kind right. of went in and bullied her way on stage or whatever. Uh, she didn't really bully her way on stage. But what's the she, real version of events? She walked in and went to the back and asked who was on stage. And they said, uh, Brendan Sagalow. And she goes, uh, well, I'm going to try to get up for my... Uh, she had to do her 10 minutes for SNL. And they were like, well, his whole family's here. And she goes, well, you know, I, I have to do this real quick. And she goes, Brendan, it's Amy Schumer. Can I go up and do 10 minutes? He goes, yeah, sure. And she did it. And then he allowed it. But and then he ripped on her on a bunch. Yeah, he she put, put him on the put spot. Him on the spot. What are you going to say? No, get yeah, fucked. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. yeah well, put well, him I, on the spot. And then he went up, did his time afterwards. He crushed. Really great, whatever. But then the papers played it out. Like, she uh, swung dick and, like, belittled everyone and then was like, I'm you'd, Amy You would have liked if she did swing dick, wouldn't you? I'd have been there yeah. in a heartbeat, pal. Let me but tell you. But the paper also, I don't know if the paper said it or somebody said that they were friends and had discussed this prior. That's, and that's not true. That's, They're not friends. Well, they didn't discuss it Was prior. that in the paper or did I? Some, that was in the paper. Okay. That's what they put in the paper. And then, like... All these, all these like well, blogs the and shit reach out to him. And to his credit, the whole time he was like, "I don't care." It was, I, "What it's am I supposed to do? Say no?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, and a bunch of people made it negative. Like she was like a bitch about it. It's like, well, you know, no offense. His and and I told him this. We were sitting over there, and I told him I was like, "Dude, you're doing your breakout horror series. It's like a glorified bringer at Caroline's. Your whole family's there. Your friends are there. Cool, but she's running her set for SNL. That's like important. She's got to run it everywhere." It sucks that it happened, but hey, man, shit happens. She did it to you. Someone what? did it to her. You'll probably do it to someone else. Was was this? This is a what Tuesday night at 7.30. Uh, Dan, was this good publicity for Caroline's? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, because Karen, Amy probably was pissed that that that, uh, that this, it got out. Yeah, well, yeah, but then, but yeah, Caroline's yeah. is and not responsible, be. and Amy knows that. Well, it seems to me they spoke to somebody at Caroline's. It seemed like well, it. I well that yeah, there, was a, there was a, a rat. somebody in the audience did. See, probably. I don't like these rats. And I don't like these people that just talk to the news and get these stories out. You sound Fuck like you. Trump. It's fucking awful. Yeah. But I okay, Trump, do something bad that I disagree with. So far, he's doing a great job. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, uh, th Jeff, do you have any notes? Jeff, you, you seem to feel that Amy might have over not overstepped her bounds. But you're not going to. Can you. Okay, go ahead. She loves Jeff already. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that Amy might have put him in an awkward position. Once upon a time, she did. I don't, think, I don't think what she did was that bad. I, I really don't think I, I don't that think it's so that big I, of a deal. I, here's my at personal all. opinion on big, big name acts. I think uh, any big name act doing a drop in spot and taking 10 minutes and that bumping everyone down a, by a couple of minutes is perfectly fine. You've earned the right to do that. If the venue wants yeah. to let you do that, that's their decision as employers. It's when an act goes up and says, I want to do 10, which has happened on occasion and with a big name act. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they it goes four hours. Fucking <laughs> yeah. 40, yeah, 50 but, minutes and then people lose. But he's the exception. Yeah. He's the yeah. exception. I, I think it's all ridiculous. You all you all want to be that guy someday. Well, oh, yeah. There's, uh, only, there's only one guy who bumps with, with utter humility and that's Ray Romano who, who practically just, he, he can't bear it. He has to make sure because he's, I don't, he's I don't, so nice. I don't know anybody other than that one guy who does it for their own ego. They're always here for some reason. Working on something. They're working right. on something, yeah. you know, and I figure that's what you have about. to do the work. How I hate to be not... naive. I didn't have a specific person in, in mind, but you oh, said no, no. four hours. Oh, okay. who did four hours? I, I, listen, I, I don't, you don't want to say Someone obviously did it. He's taking the, the truth. First of all, I was just making a joke because we're talking about Chappelle. Chappelle does four oh, hours, does but he always goes on last, and he doesn't say, he never says he's going to do 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, says, he and he actually is he working. He says 12. He is 12. working. He is yeah, working. Yeah, he goes on last. He is because he'll record the whole thing, and yeah. from those four-hour sessions, he'll glean uh, you know, a, a, a good three hours. 
you go. Because <laughs> he did like three hours on Netflix uh, in, in, yeah. in two months. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how he does it. So, all right. Listen, this was this was a pretty good show. I thought so. This was I fun. thought it was Thank excellent. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Ross Thank says you. not good. Excellent. All right. Well, but, but, uh, I was here. We, ha- we have to go. Uh, also, just one quick yeah. last plug for Ross Bennett. Please tell us where we can procure. It's on iTunes. And it's called. You know what I do? And uh, it's uh, called. Uh, not if I was the last man uh, on earth. You just, if you just punch me in on iTunes, you get that album or you can get my other one. Ross Bennett. New York Country. From Hornell, Ooh. New York. He's an upstater, right? No, I don't know if you yeah. knew that. And if you like, if you like nice asses, yeah, or, or do me a favor. Check great out, asses. Can I, uh, if you could listen to the Savage Snowflake podcast? That's a weekly podcast I'm doing. Oh yeah. Or check out all the shows I got here in New York over the next week at wonderful establishments like the Comedy Savage Center. Snowflake. That's good. There you go. Savage Snowflake podcast. You have that. Yeah. You have that domain name. Uh, yeah, I got all of that. Got all of that business. And of course, uh, Ian Fidan. Yeah, you on Grinder. Check yeah, him out. Check me out on Grinder. Uh, What's you your uh, dates? IanFidans.com. I'm opening for Nikki Glazer this weekend oh. at uh, Vermont Comedy What's Club. What's your screen name on, on Grinder? They don't have screen names, Dan. <laughs> okay. But mine says Dom Top for Sissy Bottoms. <laughs> uh, Sean Donald. <laughs> on that note, that. good night, everybody. I love that. <laughs>